and welcome folks to episode 20 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, aka True Mr. Six, and with me today I have... Andy, aka David Wooderson. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey from Days of Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so uh only you and i will get that joke yeah maybe we'll put it in the outro <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll put it in the uh, outro oh you <laughs> <d> <laughs> um <laughs> that's getting that is getting bleeped that's two bleeps in this episode now Good evening, Andrew. I've got a little known fact for the listeners, actually. I don't know if they know this, but there has only been, since 1875, 2,228 successful swims of the channel. And Mr. England here, my podcasting partner in crime, is actually four of those entries. He's swum the, the English Channel four times. And he's quite world-renowned because he managed to complete it in under 10 minutes. True story. True yeah, true story. True story. Yeah. So, folks, I'm all over the place tonight. I've just before we started recording, my little girl decided to throw up tomato soup and mangoes. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, it's gr it grim, mate. You think describing it's disgusting? You should have been there for the event. It was like The Exorcist, but sort of orangey red. <laughs> Enjoy your commute to work. Yeah, so I'm a little bit out of sorts. I can't quite. <laughs> Get me head together into into broadcasting mode. But it's okay, because Andy's on form, he's on his game. But yeah, things went from 0 to 60 very suddenly before me and me and Andy got on the... <laughs> got, on the got on the blower. <laughs> on the blower? Yeah. Cool, blimey, Gavin. So I'm all out of sorts. But how are you, my man? You okay? Yeah, I'm very well. I'm very well. You all right? Mm. You feeling better after last episode? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can tell. My, my sore throat's gone. I'm not bunged up anymore. My voice... Hopefully, sounding like the normal Chris for you folk. So yeah, much better. Just um, just had to shake it off. Although although now the sun's come out a little bit, hay fevers <laughs> can't win me. I'm I'm definitely one of them. Definitely one of them. It's like in the winter, it's too cold and I feel poorly, and then when the sun comes out, I'm like oh, I'm too hay fevery and I feel poorly. They're never making me happy. Never happy. No, I'm not. I'm not. So uh, what have you been up to lately, mate? What what have you been doing in your gaming life? Well, I've got I've got quite a lot to report, which is nice. Ooh. Usually, I'm like, no, not that much. No, uh, okay. But I have had a gaming fiesta these last few weeks. Fiesta. Um, Beastie Bar and King of Tokyo have kicked off big time in the family household. Very uh, we are. I'm inundated with requests for King of Tokyo and Beastie Bar. Played it quite a lot. Even got the wife involved, and she hates games and gamers. So um, <laughs> that was a result. So she's into King of Tokyo, and she's she's. She's tolerated Beastie Bar. Oh, okay, not into Beastie Bar then, no. She's she's getting there. She's getting there. She's quite competitive. Ah, you've got yourself a hashtag competitive wife. <laughs> I do have a hashtag competitive wife. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we played played loads of that. King of Tokyo is awesome. It's something I mean, I listen to the gaming with Psychic Podcast that our friends Isaac and Stuart are doing, and they mentioned King of Tokyo as a kind of a lead-in game similar to, to Yaxi in some ways with the rolling of the dice and getting the different symbols, etc. And it's it's working, which is nice. Dice Masters related. Uh, some games with yourself, mm. as, as as always, getting some nationals practicing. Sure. Although I, I was thinking about this, and you've we've kind of swapped roles because you're pretty much set on your team and you've played it repeatedly and you've, you've pretty much got it cracked. 
and I'm floundering around, changing things repeatedly, and I haven't got a clue. So that's not boding well with, with the few weeks we've got left till the SmackDown. Yeah, I, you know, in, in your defence, though, my man, as we mentioned in our last episode, this is because the team that you had been practising with and had got your heart set on was, was quite heavily hit by the rotation announcement, wasn't it? It was, it was, but nevertheless, I, I would like to be in a bit further down the line with practice and so as a result me and the power mickey power have started our friday night bludgeonings of each other uh, and so yeah, a couple of fridays now we have tried out some different kind of top tier meta teams and, and working out what we're going to do what cards work and, and to try to hone something uh, special for our nationals which is just coming up so quickly it's unbelievable well we've we got a little over a month yeah yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah, it's definitely creeping up very quickly. Well, you can try out all the meta teams you like. I'm I'm quite convinced that my Shriek, Bishop, Blob, Madam Mask, Kate Bishop, Wrecker, Tabaxi Rogue, Mega Control <laughs> Team is going to take all comers down. It's just going to be like one game takes 45 minutes. Yeah, sure. That, that one card that I haven't mentioned, which is actually the win condition, is going to be all the difference. Yeah. <laughs> how, but how are you going to play um, was it Uncommon Kate Bishop if you've got the Bistraction one in there that's yeah that's the one oh well, what's the the crap one Common oh I don't even know Mockingbird or something Mockinghawk I don't know. I haven't really getting any attention yeah uh. Anyway, what about you, mate? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? So, on the non-Dice Masters front, I've played a little bit of Looney Quest with the Cherubs. I don't know if you're familiar with that one, my man. Not a clue, mate. Tell me more. Yeah, so Looney Quest... Uh, Looney... You know, that one. That? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Know that one, now. Looney Quest is by... Oh, I can't remember what the name is. Libellud, I think I want to call him, a French uh, manufacturer. So it's a drawing game at its heart, actually, mate. You get a transparent sheet with a like a whiteboard marker, and you have a map that goes on a central board that everyone can see, and it will require you to do certain things, like um, draw a line from point A to B, or put crosses in certain spots and such like. But you draw it by looking at it with the, with a timer going, so then at the end of the timer, everyone takes a turn taking their, their clear sheets and placing it over to see how accurate they've been. And then you get bonuses for accuracy, you get deductions. But it's got all like cartoon character themes and stuff. So if your lion hits one of the cartoon characters, you get a deduction and things. Um, it, it's a lot better than it, than I'm making it sound. I'm glad about that. Yeah, it's a lot better than I'm making it sound, but it certainly appeals to my little kitty winks. So that's that's that, and that's it on the gaming front. I haven't had any games with the hashtag competitive wife because we've been uh, on on the verge of Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War hitting Ooh. the cinemas. We've been on a MCU marathon, trying to rewatch all the Marvel Cinematic Universe films before Infinity Wars comes out. How far have you got? We've just, the other night, done uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, nearly there then. Yeah, we're nearly there. How, we are slightly out of sync because I did Spider-Man before Doctor Strange. Right. And I think those two should be the other way around. But she really enjoyed Civil War, so I just kind of rolled straight to Spider-Man because, you know, they, they kind of yeah. lead into each other. Uh, so we've got Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, 
Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Black Panther to do. And then we're up to nice. speed. Yeah, then we're up to speed. Not, not got long, not got long. No, not got long. Um, hopefully I'll be able making some use of that annual cinema pass. Yeah. Oh, by the time this episode's out, I've seen it. Oh, will you? Uh, so I'll be a few weeks behind. I'm going to go see it at the little independent picture house around the corner. Um, and they they use, they drag their heels a little bit. So, yeah, not not, not much gaming with the uh, competitive wife because we've been uh, otherwise engaged with our MCU marathon. Uh, but I've been playing some Dice Masters. Uh, as you mentioned, I've been playing uh, with yourself over Hangouts. And then down at the club, we did... What did we do last week? Oh, we did a single affiliation. And we've been doing a little bit of New Modern as well so mixing it up there single affiliation was fun i'm really into x-men for single affiliation at the moment yeah yeah you went through the team with me it wasn't when we were recording was it but uh it's nasty yeah yeah it's, it's actually the, the, that it's got legs it's um yeah. i think it's actually quite competitive outside of the single affiliation theme because it's got lots going on I'd encourage people to sit back for a moment and take a look at the X-Men because I think you could make a whole team out of them and, and with all their kind of tribal game tech synergies that you've got going on, they can be pretty tough. I've, I've really taken a fancy to Sunfire who reduces damage to X-Men characters by two and Bishop's in there and Professor X is in there and you've got loads of great removal and there's some big beefy characters and the X-Men themed action dice are really cool. You can really catch someone with the pants down with the Blackbird that makes all your X-Men unblockable if they don't pay to block them and stuff. You know, Danger Rooms are cool. So, yeah, tons of stuff going on with the X-Men um, in, in X-Men First Class specifically. But we were playing Golden, so it was even more crazy when you think about the X-Men characters um, oh, yeah. through the sets. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing that team. And then New Modern, uh, I, I just did a little experiment. To cut a very long story short, my super rare Malekith, I wanted to build a team around him. Nice. Yeah, because as I've said before, you know, when I get a sexy, exciting card like that, I feel inclined to try some teams out. So um, I did a little, had a little go at some KO stuff and action KO kind of related stuff, which didn't do quite as well. But for a first outing, it was better than better than anticipated. But it's it's one of them where I think on paper it's it's stronger than on paper than than it is in reality. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of practice, bit of practice, can have some legs. Yeah, I might play it with you later, just for funsies, we'll see. So there you go, that's that's my update, yeah, that's my update. Very nice, cool. Yeah. So what have we got going on in this episode then? Ooh, we've got some competition winners to announce. Yes, we have, so we've got the radio advert competition and the name the team carrier. That's cool, has he said he's going to name? actually use the name, or is it just the best that he likes? Uh, so no, I've not had him confirm that. However, he did choose a winning entry, so I'll get back on that. Darren sure. over at DZ Dungeon has made a choice, so uh, we've got that to announce th- today. Uh, we've then got oh, it's the next of the bar contestant today. It is, it is, it's a cracker. It is a cracker, actually. A lovely chap. I enjoy talking to him very much. We've got Matt Jordan from the DM North website. So look forward to that one, folks. And then we've got another segment that we've recorded that I have completely forgotten what it is about. Uh, pick of the week. Is it a pick of the week? Stay tuned to find out, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we've got to start recording things out of sequence. It clearly. I was re listening to an older episode the other day, and I was saying on that. I don't know what I've recorded. When, which bits are we doing this episode? When it's spinning me out, man, it's spinning me out. Yeah. Well, a couple of episodes ago, you said, you know, as a teaser, we're going to talk about energy fixers. 
and then we don't speak about energy fixes for the whole whole episode. There's not a content about energy fixes. It's like, oh yeah, keep holding, <laughs> folks. <laughs> We yeah, like that's, that's a three months down the line. That sounds like me. Once again, ladies and gents, the most professional slickers podcast operation you'll be listening to this year, the Ministry of Dice. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not? So that may work. We definitely talked about energy fixes. Did we talk about energy fixes in the stuff we recorded <laughs> for this episode? We might well do, actually. There might be something in the bar about it. I think that's where I got you confused. Is that where I got confused? Yeah. No, wait a minute, because don't I talk about... Yarnborn, I don't like Yarnborn as much as Gorilla Grodd. I think that's that's coming up in this episode. All right, spoiler alert, folks. <laughs> spoiler alert. I don't know what's going on. Where am I? What else we got? We're going to talk about the prizes for nationals. Uh, yes, we are. You seem very keen to discuss that. Um, yeah. So I said, all right, yeah, let's have a chat about it. And well, that's it. That's our episode. Nice. Yeah. Should we get to it? Yeah, let's get to it. I'm all over the place tonight, aren't I? Mate, I always, always are all over the place, so uh, good luck, listeners. Yeah, good luck. Once more into the breach we go. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next segment, then. <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gents. And for this segment here, we just want to take a few minutes to talk about the prizing at the UK National Championship. So, if there are any UK listeners who don't know, the UK Nationals are going to be taking place over the UK Games Expo weekend at the Birmingham NEC. That's the 1st to the 3rd of June, off the top of my head, the Friday through to the Sunday. Yep. There's three events taking place. We've got two qualifiers, one on the Friday, one on the Saturday, and then the actual nationals taking place on the Sunday. So if you're ooh, so if you're coming along and you've not already qualified, there'll be an opportunity to do so. The main thrust of the two qualifiers is that one in every did I read one in every four players gets a qualification for the national event on the Sunday? Uh, it's one in every eight according to the WizKids website. Okay. One in every eight, then. There we go. Once again, Chris is on top form today. Let's have a look at the UK Games Expo, because um, there might be something different on there. UK G-E. Mate, it's, not, it's, it's really not out of the realms of possibility that I'm just making stuff up in my head, though, is it? Let's be, let's be fair. It's not. It's not. But one in four would be better, considering what have we got? Five people... No, it says one per eight on the UK Games Expo. I am making stuff up. Don't listen to me. Listen to Andy. It's one in eight. Uh, we'll, go with, one in eight. we'll go with the official source that is the actual WizKids website. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's worth worth noting, on the UK Games Expo, I did put this on Facebook at the time. I've kind of forgotten about it since. Uh, on the event description, it's got, with Ben said Scott, now firmly esconded into the Canadian wilderness, playing dice with grizzly bears and mounties, this is your chance to claim the crown of UK Dice Masters National Champion 2018. Mm. Yes, that's right. Because obviously with, with Ben not here, you know, there's there's no one else that's that's any good at Dice Masters that might be the current national champion that might have been worthy of a mention, maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's almost like we just blacked out last year. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even at the Games Expo. I know. Do you know what the best of it is as well? I suspect that was written by Dave. And uh, it was the last year's nationals that you won were at his store. Yeah. And when he went and put the win into uh, the win system, he clicked Ben's name instead of mine, even though I won. 
I'm calling shenanigans. Yeah, I think there's something going on there. Shenanigans. Ben, have you been slipping Dave Salisbury £50 notes? Maybe. Let us know. Let us know. So, the prizing then on the Nationals. Well, should we do the qualifier prizing first? Yeah, the qualifier prizing is really good, actually, isn't it? Yes, so the qualifier prizing then, we've got a big bundle of participation prizes that are listed on there. We've got Cyclops Boy Scout foil, Wonder Woman Child of Clay foil, Casey Jones Broken Home foil, Momentum, and then the qualifications. Oh, hang on a minute. Dice Masters National Championship constructed qualifier, 1st and 2nd of June, for every every four four players. players entered into the event. Round it up. It is four. It is four. Ever the professionals. Mate, I trusted you. I thought I was wrong. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. Sorry. It's nice to have someone in my corner. Um, so the the implication is that as far as the prizing goes, everyone's just going to get some cards. <laughs> Regardless of where you are. And yeah. they're, they're good cards as well. I mean, I like like Casey Jones. Is, is that, I take it that's not the rotated out one, although I've not checked. I've not checked either. Talk for a minute. I'll have that. We are on fire tonight. It's no different than normal, is it really? I know, yeah. So everyone wait a minute while an old man checks his computer. Casey. Search. That is the... Um, oh, is this the good Casey Jones one that can block up to three character dice for the purchase cost of two or less? Ah. I was always, a bit, decent, uncle- I was always a bit unclear on that one, though. Does that mean he can block three characters that are two or less? Or three characters that in total are two or less? You know, like in prison was? No. The no, first... Purchase was the first one. Yeah. Well, he, he might be blocking two kobolds and a sidekick, mate. No, that's a bit odd. No, it's, it's three guy gardeners. <laughs> 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 Which is what was the, uh, the the nice bit. But yeah, he's um he's a quality one, so he's good. Wonder Woman, Child of Clay. We've, we've spoken about her before. She's really good. Yeah. Cyclops, Boy Scout. I've got that. That's an older one. Uh, I'm not sure where I got it from, but I've already got that foil one. Uh, but still, it's a wicked card from the X-Men set. Momentum is awesome. So that's like four wicked cards just for rocking up. Yeah. Yeah, at least that's the implication of it. Maybe there'll be a bit more, but that's that's kind of cool. Uh, and then the actual Nationals on the Sunday. The winner takes home a factory set of the most recent Dice Master set, which I can only assume will be Thor. It's, yeah, it's, it's got to be Thor, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bit, whoever wins might be a bit disappointed if it's a well here's a harley quinn starter set (laughs) 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 do you know what i mean and then a qualification for next year's nationals the top two get a super rare set from the most recent disasters yeah so it must be thor mustn't it what else could it possibly be yeah then the top four take home uh, a foil. These are all foils. A Lantern Ring Limited Only by Imagination. Resurrection. Batgirl Babs. That's an impressive one. Dwarf Wizard. Paragon Zentarim. That's another impressive one. Some other elf guy. Elf Thief Lesser Harper. One of yeah. the best cards ever. Squirrel Girl. Nutty Nanny. Electro Way of the Stick. And the uh, Multiple Man Pylon. So a load of foil versions of Super Rares that have been rotated out. Mm, that would be useful. Yeah. Resurrection still in, I suppose. Uh, yes, because it is a functional reprint. Yeah. I wonder if it's a D&D Resurrection or the new Superman one. Mm. Time will tell. Maybe a Mar- Marvel one, maybe. That'd be. Oh, no, it says DC Comics Dice Masters. It's the, uh, yeah, it's the current the, one. Yeah, it's the current one. But they're all foil versions. So aside from the fact that they're being rotated out, it is a, a pretty cool collection of cards. Um, it's, a bit, it's a bit cack, though, isn't it? 
Well, you know, we'll be here for hours on that one, but yeah, I know what you're saying. I get you. I hear you. Yeah. Just running some tinfoil through the printer. <laughs> the same printer, just put some tinfoil through. I, I tell you there what, you mate, go. you get yourself some tinfoil, do some pictures and print them off uh, on tinfoil through your printer and let's see how that goes. <laughs> I'd be very interested to see the results. I'm looking forward to Nationals. I'm looking forward to it a great deal, yeah. Regardless, I don't go for the prizing anyway. I mean, top four, what am I even paying attention to the top four prize cards for, really? Other than the fact that you asked to talk about them on the podcast today. Let's have a look at top eight, then. Top eight, uh, so the, the, I'm assuming top eight would include the the uh, wouldn't uh, blah, 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 sorry i'm assuming the top four would include these also and that's a these are all foils again it's the gorilla grod force of mind shocking grasp nocturne tj she's an interesting card her actually have you ever read her no it's random yeah she's um she's been on my mind for a while but i haven't quite found a way to fit her into anything i'll just bring her up on my phone if it's the one i'm thinking of of course it's the card named after our scottish friend Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not turn is active. Once per turn, when your opponent uses a global ability with one target... No, it's not the one I'm thinking of. Random card, then. Yeah, uh, global ability with one target may redirect the effect to another legal target. Is that any good? Uh, Well, you know, I suppose let's think about... Well, think about some globals I've been using against you lately. They target specific characters, don't they? Yeah, true. Yeah. But I was the one that caught my eye was the rare actually. While not turn is active, the first time your opponent uses an action die each turn, you may redirect the effect to another legal target. Ask it. It's a shame about legal target. They should just make it any old target. Yeah, sure. She caught my eye. I mean, this was back in the times of kryptonites and cold guns. That's why she caught my eye. And I yeah. think, and I think since modern, new modern's been announced, I've been like, oh, perhaps not as useful. But I'll, I'll look into that one. Uh, so it's not the one, but she's not rotated out uh, and then uh, Shriek Dark Empathy that's the forecast isn't it there the uh, what, do you, yeah. what do you call it prismatic spray on legs I think it was referred to at the time so yeah there's your top 8 and then it says for every 8 players entered into the event one player earns a Dice Masters World Championship qualification ooh, ooh yeah it's not at Origins this year though no I think uh, I mean that is well I don't know maybe I suppose we'll see who wins and whether they can but it's, it's prohibitively expensive especially the time of year that is it PAX yeah it's Christmassy time isn't it yeah prohibitively expensive the flights alone would require me to remortgage my house so <laughs> Um, I think that one's a bit of a non-starter for us over here, sadly, and until international travel becomes... Well, as soon as EasyJet starts flying out to the States, we'll be sorted. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go, folks. So that's the the Nationals prizing. So I suppose, yeah, the main, the main thing to take away there is that lots of lovely foil cards, but we're a bit disappointed that a big chunk Some of them are rotated stuff. out. Yeah. I miss yeah. the days of exclusives, you know, that you could only get at events like Iron Fist and Melinda May and stuff. Yeah, I I like the old tarts. I think I've said it before. I like the old tarts, like Green Goliath and the Serena. They are beautiful cards, like full art, well chosen art as well. They looked really good as cards, as opposed to kind of the foil variants. But that's just me. Mm. Horses for courses, I suppose. Yeah. Thing with nationals, this. I was thinking about it the other day. It's going to be a little bit like the Gathering, isn't it? A bit like the Gathering. Off of Highlander. Oh well, they can only there can be only one. 
Yeah. You planning on chopping my head off? Maybe. Okay, we'll make it quick. <laughs> it is, Just think of all these people coming together from around the, not really around the world, but around the country. It'd be exciting. Right. Yeah. I'd be the Kurgan one. I liken it more to Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Mm. It's quite international, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. What about the Triwizard Tournament? I uh, know that's international that, too. It is, isn't it? I've got it. Oh. What about the the All Valley Karate Tournament? Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'd have Swiss rounds and top cuts and what have you, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'll be Johnny. Yeah, okay. Sweep the leg. In your dreams. You'd be Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> little and useless. Yeah. <laughs> or or you, you, could, you could be Elizabeth Shue. I can't remember what her character was. The, the girl. Uh, well, I've got the hair, I suppose. <laughs> we are going way off topic. Yeah, we are going way off topic. The, the, folks, this episode, this week, it's a barnstormer. <laughs> Five minute segment is now 20 minutes. I know, and you, you're probably about 30 <laughs> minutes since this podcast going, what is going on here? <laughs> when, when we get into Matt Jordan? Yeah, we, we better wrap this up, actually, because I'm watching the stopwatch. It is uh, clocking on. Is it? we got yeah. to do the um, prize winners now, haven't we? Oh, yeah, let's do the competition announcement. There you go. We're just rolling two segments into one. Are we just going to do that? Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, put me out of my misery, mate. Let's get back to when I was on better form and producing better podcast. Nah, let's do it properly. All right, here comes the dice. Yeah. All right, folks, we've got some competitions to announce some winners for. If you're still with us. (laughs) Are you through me? I thought we were going to have a little break. Oh, did you want a little break? No, no, that's fine. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, we've got some competition winners to announce. So we've had two contests on the podcast recently. We've had the radio advert where Andy uh, cast a challenge out to other Dice Masters websites, blogs, video blogs, etc., etc., and asked them to create a radio advert that we could play on on the show. So in addition to getting a little bit of our airtime to advertise their, their service and products, they also have two prizes. We're laying on a uh, Eric Lang autographed Melinda May promo card. And Andy, I don't know if you've seen the picture knocking around on the deer, on our um, Facebook page, but Andy has done a hand-drawn altar iron fist. Yeah, that's quite tough for that. That came out. Mm, yeah, it's, uh, it's been proving popular. So if you haven't already seen it, go and take a look on the Ministry of Dice Facebook page. Um, but the winners. So I collated. No, I didn't. No, that's the next one. Yeah, see, I'm messing it up again already, aren't I? Yeah, so we had four entries in the end. We did. It was it was success out of the possibility of it not being success. That doesn't really ring off the tongue, does it? What are you, I, I have no idea what you're saying. So, James and Zach play Dice Masters. <laughs> we had uh, Michaela and Patrick from the Dice Coalition. We had Isaac and Stuart from the uh, Reserve Pool and Gaming with Sidekicks. And then we had Steve from Dice Mayhem on YouTube. Those were our four entrants. And we played them in our last episode. We've, we've discussed, we've deliberated, we've conjugated, fought and argued and cried and bled over the decision uh, but i think we've i think we're now unanimously unanimously in agreement on this one 
We are. We are. And we're going to give the prize to James and Zap Plays Dice Masters. Woo! Yeah, so uh, the, the simple reality of this is that we are just suckers for cheap innuendo. Pussy galore. <laughs> yeah, that was the... <laughs> My, what a lot of pussy you've got. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that... <laughs> I don't think he said that. Did, I think he did. Oh, okay. Well, one way or another, that clearly illustrates why that one tickled that <laughs> body bone and why we've chosen that one as the winner. So, James, Zach, congratulations. Well done. Get in touch with us. You guys know how to reach us and let us know what we want to do with your prize cards. Maybe take one each or something. Uh, I'll let you uh, discuss and decide on that front. But well done. It definitely gave us a chuckle. Uh, we, we, we just love a bit of innuendo. A classic British character, of course, as well, in the James Bond parody that they chose to do. Yeah, they, they were all really good. though. all the entrance was. I um, I, I liked Isaacs and Stewart's version of us. That was good. It's uh, true as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Steve, um, with, <laughs> with his dramatic <laughs> Hollywood trailer, that that made me chuckle. And then uh, you were quite taken with Michaela's maniacal laugh. It is. It's now my uh, my ringtone on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a crazy laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's not creepy at all, mate. So, uh, <laughs> so the other contest, uh, the other contest that we held recently was the. So we've uh, recently done a partnership to help uh, in the design of DZ DZ Dungeon on Etsy, their team card and dice carrier. Sorry, I got the text. Bunch of yabbles. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is it? Just, just turn that off. Yeah, just put it on silent. Yeah. It's Tony. It's, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, who? I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and Andy said, well, you know, um, if anyone can think of a jazzier name um, that might be of interest to Darren over at DZ Dungeon, then you'll, you'll buy them uh, a version of the case. So I, I, I gathered in the list. Uh, as we were getting suggestions coming in to us through Facebook and uh, emails and and, uh, and the like, there, there were definitely some ones that caught our, our eye as we were shortlisting. I was quite keen on. Uh, I've got the list here. There was a couple. Casey McCaseface. <laughs> I quite I quite liked. That someone suggested it has to be very British. Why not call it the Dice Crumpet? <laughs> <laughs> that, that. Yeah, some good ones. That that gave me a little tickle, yeah. Uh, case of the Mondays <laughs> gave me gave me a little <laughs> chuckle. The Cosmic Cube, which then very quickly got shouted down. So lo- lots of lots of great suggestions. The Dice Heidi Pack. <laughs> <laughs> um, posh Porter, Posh the, Porter, <laughs> the Posh Porter, yeah. So lots of great suggestions. However. I sent the list over to Darren at DZ Dungeon. He took a look over and made a choice. And Darren has chosen... The Mod Pod. My favourite. Yeah, yeah. I quite liked that one as well. So that I had a look because the Mod Pod was actually suggested twice. Ooh. It was actually suggested twice. So I took a look at the timestamps on the Facebook posts to see who suggested it first. And I've decided to go with first through the gate wins. And the first person to suggest the Mod Pod on the UK Dice Masters uh, sharing of, of the contest was Isaac from Gaming with Psychics. 
Yeah, well done, Isaac. So again, Isaac, you know how to get in touch with us. Uh, is Andy you want to reach out to? He's he's got the he's got the prize case. And just for you, my man, the prize case that's coming your way is in a limited colour that's not available in the shop. Yeah, no, it's cool. I had a couple made in Ministry of Dice green with the Ministry of Dice logo on the front, and I've got them through today actually, and they are wicked. And yep, this one all bubble wrapped up. Uh, pop the uh, message with your address on it, buddy, and I will send that out to you. So there we go, folks. So uh, yeah, keep keep coming back to the Ministry of Dice for all your Dice Masters related contest needs. Um, yeah, keep listening, and we'll send you our stuff. <laughs> please, please, please keep listening, please. Yeah, on to the next segment. Congratulations, guys. Welcome back, folks. And this next segment now marks the return of our pick of the week. Pick of the week. Yes, folks. So we are today going to talk about our pick of the week. We're going to take a, a modern meta look and choose a card each from the mighty thor set so andy and i have both gone away taken a look at our thor cards and had a th- think about what we've been playing with lately uh, and have picked a card each to highlight as our picks of the week how very exciting very exciting indeed who do you want to go first uh I'd, pff, I'd, would you like to go first you go first after you sir oh thank you very much uh, cool. So I have picked the Rare Wrecker, which mm. I have played about with, not as much as I'd like, but he is he's making his, he's making himself felt. He's, mm. he's very good. I'll read him through. Uh, so he is Wrecker, Enchanted Crowbar. He's a four-cost fist with villain affiliation, and his text reads, while Wrecker is active, players can only use the global abilities of active characters his mm. stats are one three three one four three one four five yeah so there's quite a bit of debate about this dude when <laughs> when he first came along wasn't there yeah is whether globals on action cards counted as in would they still be allowed or not and you can't use them when no. he's in the field yeah it's been which, officially ruled on which yeah. is what it says so it's pretty fair i think yeah, uh, although uh, I don't know, I'm I'm not keen on it personally. Um, just because it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he, in, he, in many ways, he reminds me of the Oracle, the yeah. Global Oracle, because he does a very similar job and he's very similar cost. I've thought about putting him in just as something that doesn't really combo with anything, but is just a bit of a last ditch if you're not sure what's going on throw them out in the field and you know that you're going to cause problems for your opponent and team. You, you, you're going to cause yourself some problems as well because it's going to knock out your ones, which probably need to play back with a bit first to make sure that I'm comfortable running the team if the globals go. But similarly, like with uh, with Nationals, I put Oracle on the team and it was literally that I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm a little bit scared of what's coming my way. I'm going to get Oracle out. And then I just know that anything that they're going to try with Globals is going to be really annoying. It's just going to slow them down enough to hopefully get my win con out and singing and dancing quicker than them. Uh, and I think mm. that that's a very similar fact. It doesn't need anything to combo with it. You literally just throw it out and, and make make your opponent think what they're going to do next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm personally not very keen on him, as I say, because I think he's annoying. He just seems so wildly prohibitive to me. At least, I don't know, with Oracle... It was a pain, and nobody really liked her, but it was a question of, of ramping and getting your energy together and playing smart. But 
there's not there's not work around with your actions. It's uh, it, it just yeah. strikes me as madness. Other than of course your classic stuff of of removing him from the field somehow, you know, blobbing him, shrieking him, killing him or something. So uh, I'm not as much of a fan, but I I can certainly see how he would be attractive to a player with a team that has either a got characters, cheap characters with globals on, so getting that character out in the field would not be a challenge for them or B is facing a lot of action related globals that are messing with their karma and affecting their happiness. You know what I mean? Yeah, certainly with the energy fixes, I mean, they're really good for, you know, you get a sidekick out, uh, maybe a turn or two beforehand. And then when you need it, you can drag it back for the extra energy. If you get them out quick enough, that's going to stop a lot of early few turns ramping and, and, of the opponent working out what they're going to do so immediately they're off the table your energy fixes yeah. are gone yeah mr yeah. fix it teams that are relying on unstable canister global would have a bit of a challenge yeah your basic actions of which i mean i i usually use those spots for globals things like res villainous pact they're all kind of pushed to one side and you can't use them until you've got wrecker out of the way so um yeah your attack pumpers yes yeah so your haymaker yeah I think we got it. We never get that one right. I think we just got that one right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was my choice because I just think he's he's just a good. If you're quite an aggro player, of which I think I am, uh, and you're looking for something that you know you usually got quite a few pieces that you've got to to get your get out. So with my the teams when I build the teams, I've got two or three characters that are going to do your win con. You've probably got quite a few kind of utility pieces to get them out there quick, and then not having to combo with anything uh, you can just kind of throw that one in as the eighth card and then as soon as you're not liking what's happening or your plan's not going to uh, to fruition or you roll kind of three or four fists on the first turn then just get this guy out as quickly as possible it gives you a chance to regroup and and start fresh yeah yeah he is um I can absolutely see why he's a he's a tremendous disruptive element to have on your team. I was just thinking there as well while you were talking that it's not just your action cards, of course, and your basic actions. High cost. There's a lot of characters that are high cost characters with with utility globals on them as well. Um, that while it doesn't completely eliminate them because they could purchase them and field them, is you know if you're relying on Heimdall for your ramp. <laughs> Yeah, and a, and there's a wrecker in the field, and he's only a four cost, so he could be a, a potential turn one, you know, if you've gone second or a turn two mm. purchase. If you're relying on Heimdall for a bit of ramp, which is much slower than the days of PXG, or PXG, how many people are relying on PXG to field sidekicks right now? Yeah, yeah. What's he now? He's a six, isn't he? Is it? Yeah, or a five uh, or a six, but yeah. So he's um. So it's it's prohibitive in terms of the actions and basic actions. But also, I think your Heimdalls, your people playing around with Hella, Global. Kate, Kate Bishop. Yeah, which we are now, just FYI, everybody, we're now referring to Kate Bishop as Bish Traction. Bish Traction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one uh, was, uh, that's for you, Zach. That was a suggestion by Zach there from James and Zach. Um, so oh, we're, yeah. go, we're going with Bish Traction. Yeah, a, a belt of that one, mate. Um, so, yeah, I can I absolutely see why he would be a good choice. He's, if you've got the slot, then definitely. If you're not relying on globals a great deal yourself. Uh, funnily enough, uh, the other day I was listening, I was catching up on some Double Bursts podcasts and Kev over there uh, and Russell were saying that for for some time now that they had been practicing with teams that didn't have globals in at all. 
to kind of develop their skills to not rely on them so much so that when when it came to using a, a wrecker they um or facing mm-hmm. a wrecker uh, they were you know well prepared although i think their preparations were thinking of oracle back in the day so yeah uh, are there many teams out there that don't make use of a, a good utility global you usually have one don't you yeah sure i mean it's a wide open meta it's the wild wild west isn't it wicked 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 west the wild wild west um, anyway anyway wrecker that's yeah, my one that's your one okay very good okay well I, i've taken a, a slightly different angle on mine because i i've made my pick of the week not thinking about modern competitive constructed uh, but draft and i've chosen the common hulk power of attorney shall i get this uh, this bad girl read out do it so she's a six cost fist avengers affiliation and her game text reads while hulk is active when a different character die you control is damaged spin hulk up one level if you cannot deal two damage to target opponent uh, and then she's also got talking about globals pay fist target character die gets plus one attack until the end of turn so uh, the reason i've chosen uh, this hulk as my pick of the week is because in a thor mighty thor draft that i played at my flgs recently she just served me very very well uh, in fact i made a blog post about it on britroller6.com a little while back so if anyone wants to go and have a, a closer look at the team i built then feel free to go and take a peek at that but i just couldn't believe my luck i opened up the, my draft pack we were playing with draft packs and uh, looked at me basic actions and i had um ah Surprise attack, the one that deals one damage to a character. Is it surprise attack? Is it? I don't know. You know, that one that deals right. one damage to target character. That was my action. And then the first card I looked at at the top of the stat, there it was. The first common was was this, this Hulk. And I drafted quite a nice little team around it. So the, I want to say the common Billy Club. Do you know what? I've got my sidekick app open in front of me here. That's... Let's make sure I'm speaking about the right one. Yes. It is surprise yep. attack, yeah. Yeah, uh, surprise attack. And then I had, uh, then I managed to draft a common Billy Club, Strike True, which is one that deals two damage to the target character. And uh, I got a Daredevil also, a cheap Daredevil, I think a three-cost one, which means then the, the burst effect on Billy Club, which does two damage to another target character, or opponent, in fact, was there. So I had the Hulk that does two damage when one of your characters gets damaged, providing she's at level three, of course. I then had the Billy Club, which had the capacity to damage two of my characters in a turn or directly damage the opponent. And I had the surprise attack. So it just tied together really nicely. I know that some people said, oh, we haven't really been able to make it work. Ramping up to her wasn't particularly a challenge because guess what my other action was? What was your other action? Investigation. Oh, nice. Honestly, it was, it was like, I swear to God, it was the dream draft pack. And I, I and I acknowledge that. I know I'm making a pick of the week choice here. And then and then going on to explain why I had the, the, the most glorious stroke of luck when it came to drafting the team. But I think you can build around her too. You know, even if you don't get the action, you can draft things like the Billy Club to help you out uh, making good use of it. Or, you know, if you draft, what's the energy fixer that does the kind of accumulating damage do one to one thing two to another thing three to another thing oh yeah that's a pain in the ass that is yeah sure well, if, you, if you've got a, a hulk out at level three and then you've you've got that one yarnborn i want to say or molnir is it it's um it's not yarnborn 
must be Molnir. Hang on, I'm desperately scrolling through my app. Once again, folks, this is the uh, top. The yeah, Molnir. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. Once again, folks, this is the the height of podcasting preparation and broadcast. You're getting here now. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I think? I think that she'd be amazing with Johnny Storm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Actually, yeah, that does have a little bit of a Johnny Stormy feel about it. Um, <laughs> there is a bit of that when I was playing it. You know that kind of nostalgic sense uh, in the in the way that it was going down. In fact, the, the team I drafted, I just felt really happy with. I got the I got Bistraction in there as well. So anything that was attacking me, I was bouncing back to. It was just it was just a lovely, lovely day of draft. I don't draft very well particularly, but uh, that that went well. But I think she's interesting. I think there possibly is something in modern constructed. Maybe not a tier one, you know, spam piece, but definitely in your casual fun kind of events, there's something there with her. And I just it's consistent. It's strong. You're not shifting around the field anytime soon. And if you want a, a plan B, a bit of a, a bit of a pivot win condition, she's got the global that, that pumps for a fist, so she she could tie in well with you know other kind of mm. uh, like unblockable win conditions or stuff when you need to make you guys stronger. So she's just a nice all rounder, I feel. Very cool. Mm. Very cool indeed. Now I wanted to do Malekith, but then Andy reminded me that we've actually already done Malekith. <laughs> The super yeah. rare Malekith is a pick of the week once already. I was like, well, clearly I'm very passionate about that guy being a pick of the week. Yes, get, do go back listen to our previous episodes if you want to hear, hear about Keith Maller. <laughs> Keith Maller. He, um, what episode number is that, Andy? Ah, you're asking. I'm not Ooh, sure. You're usually good at that. Um, let's go 12. All right, sure. Well, everyone go back and listen to episode 12. If that's not the one with Malika thing, go find that one too. <laughs> yeah, get our SoundCloud stats up. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because that's, that's that's the only thing that validates our life right now. <laughs> that's certainly not job satisfaction, is it? No. 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 Cool. Right. <laughs> All right then, yeah, so two picks, picks of the week there, folks. One to look out for when you're drafting Mighty Thor. One to look out for when you're building your modern constructed teams. Let us know. Do you agree? Do you think we're on the button? Do we disagree? Go to our Facebook page, pop a comment on there, or go to BritRoller6.com, comment on the blog post, or send go to the Contact Us page to let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Welcome back, folks, and do we have yet another treat for you on the Ministry of Dice this week. We have our next guest star. Woo! And with us today, we've got Matt, otherwise known as Jordo, a.k.a. Jordo, uh, from the DM North website. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It is our pleasure. Absolutely, it is our pleasure. So uh, all the way from the great white colonial north. Yes, and we still have snow on the ground. It's beautiful. Nice springtime. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so spring has, has kind of sort of sprung a bit around here. There was a bit of sunshine today. I've dropped down to my spring jacket because the temperature's gone up a touch. And we've got the very classic English April showers as well. <laughs> oh, no, we just had a snowstorm over the weekend. It was lovely. I was shoveling yesterday. It was great. Oh, tremendous. Yeah. Why, why do you guys do this to yourselves? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I ask my wife all the time. I said, why do we live here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, man? So how, how many months of the year are you covered in the white stuff? 
That's a very good question. It feels like 11. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have like a weekend of summer in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> a weekend of summer. That's it. We've had our Saturday, Sunday now. Back to the show. Yeah, that's right. And the yeah, you, always, you always hope summer uh, falls on a weekend, so at least you can do something. Absolutely, yeah. So, so when it snows over here, the whole country just grinds to a halt. Just absolutely ceases to move. People stop going to work. People don't take the cars out on the road. Everybody just go turns into hermit mode, don't they, Andy? Yeah, all the schools close. Yeah. As soon as snow turns up, all the schools just close. I didn't yeah. go to work at least one day this this year. Yeah, which was nice. Yeah, we don't get snow days at all. My kids are actually upset about that. Go, how can we never miss school? I'm going. Well, welcome to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the that's the way of things. We um. So our, our government, I think, hedges their bets and doesn't consider it worth the loss of a week of disruption isn't worth the investment on trying to make snow preparations oh, there you go there you go so that's that's the way i think so we get a free day off usually our rail network just stops because i don't know our tracks don't seem to work when there's a little bit of a flurry on top of them you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so there we go so uh, yeah matt uh, so is it jordan have I, have I been pronouncing that correctly you have. Most people mess that up. You did good. Yeah, see, it's the European connection, my man. <laughs> it's the European connection. Little known fact, so the hashtag competitive wife, who I've, talk, I've spoken about a few times, is actually Swiss by origin, Swiss French. So I've, I've spent I've spent some time around some French speakers. Unlucky. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. Let's just check. Matt, are you a French speaker? Um, I can maybe converse with a five-year-old for about a minute or two. That's okay. about it. Well, that's, that's, prob- <laughs> that's probably more than me and Andy combined can do in French. Hey, uh, I'm closer to France than I am to you, mate. I'm yeah, trying to learn the true. French swears here. The French swears? I know a few I'm French trying to, swears. I'm trying to learn a few of those. Yeah. Zut <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's a, I'm not sure that's a French swear there, mate. That's like Wait, a, isn't it? That's like a Tintin French swear. That's the sort of swear you get in an in an Asterix comic. <laughs> the Romans are coming. Zuta law. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, we've asked you on today. We like to bring our guests in from sort of hot spots of dice masters activity and me and you have, have spoken over the internet a few times over the years now i think yeah, on and off yeah and um but more recently you have been working on a website the dm-north.com website haven't you i have i have it was a little uh it more or less it came out of nowhere to be honest with you um i was uh i always posted in the on the reserve pool forums with that what have you played thread and then one day it was gone, yeah. <laughs> and I was homeless. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I tried Reddit. Facebook is actually pretty terrible for keeping track of things. Like mm. you lose posts pretty quick there. And then I decided, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do this for myself and see if anyone reads it. <laughs> sure. Sure, absolutely, and uh, I believe that people are absolutely reading it. It's a, it's a lovely little website, in fact, my man. I, I enjoy Thank it you. a great deal. Just um, for anyone who's not familiar with the website, what, what type of articles do you find yourself posting about? More or less, we're focusing more on kind of just like team builds, and, and not your like real meta team builds. We're kind of just looking for the, the goofy combos or just using a card I've never used before and seeing what happens good bad or indifferent and sometimes it's good sometimes it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> whatever. <laughs> you, um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of our focus. It's more just building building something fun. Yeah, you see, so um, I, I've noticed uh, following your site and reading your articles that you like to get those teams built and then go play a nice kind of casual three-rounder down at your store, don't you, uh, and see how that yeah. team does. Yeah, like n- none of these teams would, would survive anything competitive. No. Like they'd be destroyed. But, I mean, my scene is pretty easy going. Like we do not I, – I, I've never seen a bard played before here. Cube, yeah, we like to hit each other with the cube every once in a while. Uh, lantern ring, very rare, those kind of things. So we're we're very anti-meta for the most part. I th- well, I think that's to be applauded uh, until you come yeah, to the nationals. I like. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it, Andy. <laughs> no <problem. laughs> There's somebody out there just slow clapping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, very good. So, uh, what one one article that I particularly like, and I, I've been getting involved in the last couple of months, is your team of the month competition. Uh, and there's a few reasons why I particularly like this one, but uh, I, I like the fact that you just kind of throw a random card out there and challenge your readers to try and build a, f- a fun team off the back of it. But I also like that you, you're in partnership with a lot of other community members, and you kind of get it out there on people chatting about it on Discord and stuff. I love the conversation that surrounds it and, and the energy that it has and our friends James and Zach they like to take your teams then and give them a play so we can see what they look like and stuff yeah I really enjoy getting involved in that one and this month's is uh, Loki yes uh, I'm trying to come up with a theme for every month so um geez what was last month I already forgot <laughs> uh, it was Green Lantern Children. Green Lantern that's right that's right I forgot yeah, don't worry, Matt. We'll, we'll keep an eye on your site for you. That's fine. I we'll, we'll... <laughs> appreciate it as long as someone does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to come up with a theme that goes month to month and and something that kind of fits the month, something along those lines. So, yeah, the you know spring was supposed to be here. So I thought, okay, Rebirth. And then the first thing that came to mind with Rebirth was Green Lantern. Sure. And then uh, this month, April, April Fool's Day, Loki seemed like the obvious choice. Absolutely. Uh, I got a good one for next month. I oh. think it'll work. We're just kind of looking at how many cards you actually have to choose from if I do what I'm going to do. Mm, yeah, that little spoiler. This this guy's <laughs> a, what a media professional we've got on the line here. Check that out. So you usually, you usually put that up on, is it the first of the month? Yeah, we try to, like, we've set it up with uh, James and Zach, and thank you to both of those guys for partnering with us with this, because uh, it was one thing just to build a team, but I thought, you know, it'd be really fun to actually see the team, mm. and I'm not getting into the YouTube game, that's not my thing. So I just, I contacted them, said, would you guys be interested in doing this? And they said yes, and and it was born. Uh, um, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's great that they're willing to do that for us. Yeah, well, so folks, if you're not already um, made yourself a Loki team to enter into the team of the month, head on over to dm-north.com. It's still quite close to the top of the team of the month post, I think, at the moment. Uh, we try to we try to keep it pinned up up to the top, so it shouldn't disappear till the uh, till the end. But yeah, get them in. I think our deadline is usually like the last week uh, of the month. And then that gives James and Zach about a week to figure out when to record and get it, get the video done. And then uh, we get the, the results out and then the new ones announced at the same time. Yeah, yeah, great. So there you go, folks. Go and check that out. Uh, a fantastic way just to get involved and find a, another way of having conversation within the community. And then come back at the, fir- at the early part of May to find out what this really exciting idea that Maz had is. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time this is coming out, it's going to be in a few days' time. Oh, yeah. That's, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah very the, good. Uh, I'm I'm guessing the the video is probably done and probably up by now. We'll see. 
<laughs> we, we'll put the pressure on James and Zach now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll drop them a note and put the pressure on for you. Yeah, that's good. It looks good. Go for it. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, what what sorts of things are you enjoying playing at the moment? Uh, Sam Spot is fun. Sure. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Hmm. Um, I'm finding a new love for dragons with uh, with that Ring of Winter. It makes dragons really really good. Uh, dragons being mentioned a lot lately. What? Oh, uh, speaking of James and Zach, it was Zach who was banging on about dragons the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was too. That's right. He was. Yes. Everyone's he was. into dragons at the minute. We we need to catch up, Andy, and have a chat about dragons. Um, but, I don't know. Like, I I just look whatever kind of catches my eye, and I, I try not to play the same team twice for the most part. Like, I I rarely do. Man after my own unless, heart. Unless it, unless it was terrible the first time, then I'll have to try it again to figure out what I did wrong. Did you just hear that intake of breath from from Andy? <laughs> you don't know a team until you played it a hundred times. No, 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 no. You don't need to do that. Nah. You just nah. whip whip eight cards together, throw a couple actions on, and see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I get it. I'm I'm with you, Matt. I totally understand. I totally understand. Yeah, I don't own a Ring of Winter. That's uh, that's the problem. I was looking at one the other day because I used to play a Parademon Dark Side team. I used to like the swarm damage from the Parademon and then using Dark Side, obviously, with the sidekicks, the super rare Dark Side. But I used to rip onto an early two Bolter in to try and buy my early Dark Side, which you can't do in modern, in new modern now, or won't no. be able to do. So I was looking at ways of getting that Dark Side early doors, and the, the only real answer I could find was a Ring of Winter to get that, yeah. just, that and just enough discount to make it affordable, with a, maybe with a Resurrection or a Villainous Pact or something. Uh, but... Uh, there's a fatal flaw in that plan. I don't own Ring of Winter. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. But I just thought I'd throw it out there. Because um, I, I, I suppose t- tipping a wink to other UK Nationals players, maybe Chris is thinking about bringing back the Parademon Dark Side combo. Did you hear that? That's the sound of a nation quaking in their boots. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> Damn straight. I, I can definitely fit 100 games in this next, what, four weeks? <laughs> Between now and the Nationals. Have you got your Nationals date yet, Matt, over in Canada? No, nothing. Will you be getting one, do you think? I have no idea. Um, like like the rest of the world, we were shut out of the WKOs, and uh, I noticed on their website there, there's a Canadian flag, so maybe. Mm. <laughs> That's about all I know. Yeah, have you got anyone who... Um, you know, kind of reps for them or uh one of the stores here they're they're pretty good about it like they they try to do as much for us as they can yeah. and uh, i mean they even pushed to try to get wko up here and they were just said nope they were told mm-hmm. straight up so who knows yeah. I, I, I i'm thinking online play is the way it's going to go here but we'll, we'll, we'll see yeah sure well justin uh if you could help matt out and let them know what's going on with the canadian nationals in the next week or two that'd be fantastic mate that would be great yeah, or if when we do uh, tie him to the chair and take him as our hostage at the UK Games Expo, we'll we'll make sure we'll add that to the list of of questions for you, Matt. You're not that helping our perfect. cause, mate. You're I'm not, not helping, helping the... our cause. It's going to be pictures of you two at the booth, right? Like. <laughs> There, there will stop to the entrance. The, like, yeah, there will be yeah, like uh, like photos behind behind the bar. Do if you see these men, you know what I mean. Do not serve if you see these men. Call security. 
We're like, well, Chris, why are you carrying around a roll of gaffer tape? Mm-hmm. Just I thought it was useful. <laughs> Doesn't everybody carry gaffer tape around at gaming conventions? All the and, time. It's and plastic, they, plastic they sheets. They won't have our photos, will they? They won't have our photos. They'll have our awesome uh, cards that Matt makes. Yes, absolutely. I, did, right. I wanted to mention that, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I want think to- as well. Yeah, that's a nice segue, Andy. Well done. Yeah, because uh, Andy, of course, you uh, made those 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 tremendous fan-made cards for us that were posted on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I got I got I don't even remember what triggered it to be honest with you. I just I got inspired by something. I was probably listening to you guys, so I got inspired by something there, and then they just came out and found some really good artwork and I don't know, I think decent abilities, kind of funny, kind of kind of fit. <laughs> yeah, I, I like mine. <laughs> yes, do you know what? Do you know what your abilities say, Andy? They say that you're nothing without me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> true, Mr. Six and the other guy. <laughs> and the other guy. That, and the other guy. That ain't the truth, actually. I think because I don't know if you knew this, Matt, but the rumor is Andy went to Worlds. I heard that rumor. I, w- I wasn't sure if it was true or not, but no, I heard I'm, that. I'm not convinced. I think it's fake news. I think it's a it's, worldwide conspiracy that Andy has arranged with other American players. It's yeah, were there any witnesses, or did he just tell you this? Like, Well, there are witnesses, but I'm not sure how solid they are as... Uh, I don't know how solid they are. You know, this is like this is like JFK assassination territory. I'm gonna have to get an uh, an inquest together, and then it'll be there'll be some sort of magic top hat theory. There was a guy in a top hat who looked sort of British. There, it must have been Andy. You know, there's a. (laughs) (laughs) It was the Monopoly man. (laughs) (laughs) He had a top hat and a monocle. He clearly was the UK national champion. He spoke with an English accent. Oh right, okay. (laughs) I spent three days in Isaac's back garden. <laughs> yeah. Eating tacos and eating tacos and, and breaking pinatas. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you can go out and help Matt with his shoveling if you want. There you go. <laughs> <I'm> there. <laughs> yeah. So Isaac invited me round for a party, Matt. He said I could go and get some tacos and uh, and a street pinata if I headed out to yours. What? Are you going to double down and make a better offer? Uh, let's see. <laughs> what do we got? We got poutine. That's good. I, Have poutine? you had that? No. Oh, French fries, gravy, and cheese. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever come here? I'll, I'll take you. I'll take you out for poutine. Make sure your uh, your heart's cleared. You're you're good for that. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Get a quick quick chat with the cardiologist to see whether I can. Yeah, exactly. Make sure make sure it's safe that you can put all that in there. <laughs> uh, there you go, mate. So, Andy, the uh, the MOD World Tour. We've got tacos out in is it Ohio where Isaac? Yeah. And then we've got uh, and now we've got poutine up in the cold white north with the colonials who still have our queen on their money, as Matt pointed out to me <laughs> in an instant message the other day. God save the Queen. That's well, great. that's that's, uh, that's tremendous stuff. But actually, never mind all this, all this just chit chat. There's a purpose at hand here. Matt hasn't just joined us to talk about dm-north.com, have you, Matt? I have not. Matt has come to add his name to the Hall of Fame on the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. Uh, are we good and ready to get some some quiz action going on here, gents? I'm all ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, Andy, I'm going to hand over to you to get us all set up, then, mate. Cool. Should we start off with the uh, the theme song? Yeah, we'll drop it in around nowish.
Okay, so the Ministry of Dice, the bar. So if you've not heard it before, then shame on you. But it is two minutes of quick fire questions. The rules go, if you get it right, I will say correct. If you get it wrong, then I'll give you the right answer. If you do want to save by the time you can pass, and we'll go straight on to the next question. We've asked in advance for that specialist subject, which is the green arrow and flash set. Oh, we're not going with the blank cards from Justice League named Vixen? <laughs> no, no, that's 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 going to be my comeback specialist subject. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I studied the wrong stuff then. Hang on. <laughs> Green Arrow and the Flash, yeah, which, which, it's sad. It's sad. Is that on a side note? I'd never really rate the, the set. Uh, and when I was doing these questions, I realised that there are some really good cards that we've just lost. Yes, it's a really good card. set. It's a really good set. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, isn't that, the energy fixes are from Green Arrow and the Flash. Yep, that's where they came from. That was the original ones. They may, maybe, may not be. We'll find out in the next two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, let's uh, let's stop there. We can talk Green Arrow and the Flash afterwards. Um, okay, sorry about that. That's all right. So I have uh, pen and paper ready to keep the scores handy, and I have my uh, phone ready for timer. Cool stuff. Right, Matt, are you ready? I am ready. Cool, Chris, can you count us in? I can. Okay, gents, on your marks. Get set and go. What affiliation are all versions of Zatanna? Uh, magic. Uh, no, it's Mystic. Oh. Uh, what colour is Merlin's dye? Um, Grey. Correct. Uh, what is Hal Jordan's attack on level three? Five. Correct. Gorilla Grodd, Force of Mind, is an awesome card. What is his purchase cost? Seven. Correct. What is the subtitle of the super rare Barry Allen card? Ah, CSI. Correct. What energy type is Weather Wizard? Bolt. Correct. Giganta Global, pay what to spin target character die you control down one level? One generic. Correct. Cosmic Treadmill is a crossover card. Which two types of energy are needed to purchase it? <laughs> it is a uh, mask shield. Oh, it's fist and mask. Oh, Girl, okay. Commissioner's daughter. One minute. While, act- while active, your opponent may not target your character dice with what? Global abilities. It's character abilities. Ah, okay. Uh, the common Black Adam card is pretty awesome. What is its subtitle? Pass. What colour is Huntress's dye? Huntress purple. Correct. King Shark Feeding Frenzy can only be boxed by two character dice or Third one seconds. character die with the keyword ability what? Keyword ability crossover? Correct. What is the purchase cost of all three versions of Martian Manhunter? Six. Correct. When Diggle, Problem Solver, is active, what type of energy can you spend as wild energy? Shield. Correct. What Ten seconds. is all three rarities of Jay Garrick? Ah, uh, GSA. Correct. Three. There are two cards in two, the set with a purchase cost one. of seven. Gorilla Grodd, Force of Mind is one. Superman. With a subtitle? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> Superman Truth and Justice. Ah, uh, okay. Wow, that was a good round, that, Matt. That was a good round. Right, okay. Did I get my E or my F? What did I do? 
Let's have a look. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Them up. You passed on one, which was... It was uh, Black Adam. Uh, its subtitle was No Mercy. All I could think of was Ruler of Kondak, and that was that's the rare, I think, right? Oh, I don't know. I didn't write Ruler of Kondak, yeah, he's amazing. I never managed to get him to work, but he's a really awesome card. No, I've tried so many times, and I've failed miserably making him work. <laughs> Yeah, there's something there's something in it. There's something in it. One day someone will crack it on a decent golden set. Okay, you, 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 do you want your score then, Matt? I would love my score, yes. Drum roll. Ten! Ooh, I'm good. Yeah, that, that, well, that's, that takes you... Uh, that shoots you into third place there, my man. I'll take third. I'll take yeah, third. You, I'm, sadly, so, uh, James, b- before we started recording, Matt said he was coming after you. Chief with your 12 <laughs> which which unfortunately I, I have to break the news to you mate you've not managed to do but uh, yeah 10 is a, a very respectable score so the the standings uh, as they are now are James up there at the top with 12 then uh, then, uh, then uh, some, uh, some uh, other uh, guy with 12 points uh. <clears throat> then uh, yourself at 10 there Matt Isaac and Michaela are tied at 9 points Ben Scott UK national champion uh, the only real UK national champion uh, eight points uh, and then the true Mr. Six except no imposters the false Mr. Six in at six points at the bottom there so you've flown right in at third place my man well done Woo! I'm okay with that yeah thank you <laughs> I, I thought you you were clipping on at a fair old rate you had a good run of one two three four five six right answers in a row I thought he's, he's burning it up <laughs> <laughs> he's setting the mic I'm- on fire <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I knew you guys were going to throw me some crossover ones. Going, oh my god, I'm going to screw up the energy types. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a. T- yeah. We might have to do a little bit of a beep somewhere in that. Uh, in yeah, that there, there, there is a beep in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll bleep it. We, we won't be able to cut it because then that'll affect the two-minute time limit. Andy's pretty good at putting bleeps in. I, I did pretty. I think I kept my bleeps to a to a minimum there. I'm not, I'm happy. Uh, we, we, yeah. So we- we- I, I, I won't worry about it, Matt. We, we record all our conversations, and we've we've got some pretty bleep-worthy stuff that never made the final edit from from me. <laughs> well, there some we bad badly thought out statements that we've not prepped for. All right, all right. He's having a dig at me there, Matt. <laughs> you guys sound nothing but professional, man. He, you guys are great. He was having a dig at me there. <laughs> all right, all right. Do you want to re- we can re- re-record it if you want? Yeah, that's right. You could get the only true national champion to record if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we steal him, though? Woo! You have. You've got him. Yeah, we took him. He's ours now. Yeah, he's yours now. He yeah. yeah. He's looking for a game. Anyone in Toronto? Give him a shout. Yeah. He's looking for a game. There we go. Well, excellent. Well done, Matthew. Thank you very much for coming on and competing in the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. Uh, Thank I prom- you for having me. I promise I will get that leaderboard on the website sometime soon. Uh, I'll reiterate, folks, get yourselves over to dm-north.com for all your Canadian-related Dice Masters news and much, much more, uh, the least of which is fun team builds and the team of the month. Uh, Oh, and you do your little YouTube roundup as well, don't you, which is quite convenient, I find. Yeah, I'm I'm lazy by nature, so I thought if I could just put all the videos on one page for everyone to watch, it makes life a little simpler. (laughs) Oh, well, I appreciate it, and, and I'll thank you for that, even if it, whether anyone else has or not. Yeah, so there we are, folks. Uh, we'll move on to the next segment. Our thanks to Matt for joining us today. Catch you on the other side. Thank you. And that, dear, dear listener, 
brings us to the close of yet another episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. I know it's going to be a, a difficult two weeks for you now without us, but we hope at least you've enjoyed this last hour as much as we enjoyed making it, and you've managed to get your way through my random headspace on this particular episode. <laughs> we come out every two weeks, so return uh, every fortnight on a Monday, so come back to us in two weeks' time for episode 21. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to the Ministry of Dice Facebook page, just you know, slam Ministry of Dice into your Facebook search i'm sure that'll come up or you can go through the blog which is britroller6.com all spelt out and there's a contact us form on there or drop something in one of the comments or whatever you like really yeah Uh, if you you guys still wanted to do a advert or some kind of random recording then you still can send them our way more than happy to put them in between the episodes probably should discuss that with you first but yeah i'm i'm easy tonight mate free and easy yeah, just going to try and shoehorn in all the stuff that you vetoed before. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jimmy Savile. <laughs> I've been Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six. Uh, and I've been Stuart, a.k.a. The Conductor. <laughs> We've been the Ministry of Dice. We'll see you in two weeks, folks. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> oh. confusing my films you are because it's point break keanu reeves is it yeah john utah i even take the skin off chicken what who were i thinking of then i'm not sure i just went with it and laughed <laughs> should we start again do you want that that went way pear shaped <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. <sighs> what a film. Yeah. There's not that many people out there. I thought I've seen that film. Mm. That's a classic. Right, let me stop the clock. Let's start that again. It was a, it was a good kickoff on my part, though. Yeah, it's good, so we can edit it. <laughs> edit it in. <laughs> yeah.